If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. You are listening to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom. We never mention Stitcher and Audio Boom when we talk to people about the uh, ways they can listen to us on podcasts. I feel they, they deserve a little shout out sure. every once in a while. Give it to them. Yeah, I will. And I did. Yeah. I did, yeah. Noel. Thanks. I did. Thanks. Hey, Noel. Hey, Josh. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. What's going on? What's new and different? Uh, Not a whole lot new and different. I have a little story I wanted to maybe speak about. Do you? Yeah. So, uh, when I turned 22, I believe, Mm -hmm. uh, I had wanted for some time to get a tattoo. And I didn't get it on my birthday because it was like a big, woo, it's my birthday thing, but... Uh, my buddy and his cousin was this just real sorry was this before the big tattoo craze? Oh, this was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, So, uh, my buddy and his cousin decided that for my birthday they were going to go with me and get a tattoo. So that it just made a convenient time to do it, right? Mm -hmm. So this was uh, I was visiting Chicago at the time. I wasn't living there, Uh, but we all went to a tattoo shop. And uh, so I knew exactly what I wanted, which uh, is a Celtic knot. Mm-hmm. And uh, my buddy, he knew what he wanted, which wasn't my cup of tea, really. But it really is was uh, very true to him. And uh, that was a, a broken heart. And the his cousin, also not my cup of tea, but it was... True to their heritage, he was going to get a like a cow skull with the feathers coming down it. Was he Native American? Uh, well, they are Mexican. Okay. Uh, and so I I went and got my tattoo. Then my buddy went and uh-huh. got his tattoo, and the whole time the cousin's just sitting there looking at the wall <laughs> and looking at the wall and looking at the wall, uh-huh. and it's his turn to go. <laughs> and he uh he goes, "Hey, you know what? <laughs> I've changed my mind. Uh-huh. I'm not going to get uh the cow skull anymore. I'm going to get this one." And he got over his heart a cherry with an arrow going through it and a pool of blood like he's a freaking cherry buster. <laughs> Oh, that he's not. I would read that as someone busted his cherry. Oh no, he he meant it <laughs> he the other that way. He was a heartbreaking. Yeah. And we were cherry all just buster. like, like we didn't want to say don't get it because we just gotten tattoos right. and he's <laughs> damn well gonna go get one uh-huh. now. Uh, so yeah, we just kind of. Are you sure? He's like, yeah. And we're like, okay. And he went and got that. And we were like, oh, buddy, what do you do? And was that flash they had on the wall? Was that what he was staring at? The yeah, entire he was just time? staring at all oh, the all the flash God. tattoos on the wall. Were you guys drunk? No, not at all. Not at all. No. And so he soberly said, man, that speaks to me. Yeah. Cherry busting over my heart. Yeah. 
That's awful. Yep. I that, heart cherry busting. Oh, I heart cherry busting. <laughs> God, that to me, oh God. That is that one. Ooh, uh, I have no tattoos whatsoever. Oh yeah. I I periodically see tattoos that I like that I think are cool. And then I just say, you know, it's not really who I am. Yeah. And then I also there's nothing I know this is gonna sound maybe sad and pathetic, but there's nothing I've had that where I've said, I want that commemorated on my skin for the rest of my life. All right. I get that. <clears throat> I'm too finicky. Like, my, my thoughts about things change constantly. You know, I had wanted a tattoo for a long time before I ever got one. And what it was going to be had changed over time. And I look back at some of the things, <laughs> and it's like, horrific idea. I, at one point, wanted to get the Bacardi bat tattooed on me. And oh. not at all because I like love Bacardi or anything. Well, but that's I just not, thought it looked cool. Right, but that's not what anyone else is gonna think when they see oh, the Bacardi. Exactly. Bat They're just gonna be you. like like this guy's a pickle. <laughs> you're right. You're gonna be someplace with your shirt off and someone's gonna be like, is that the Bacardi guy? <laughs> yeah. And like your chances of getting laid are over <laughs> yeah. for that day. You know what one I, I did want also at another time that and I think this one would have been a good one was uh I was gonna get do you remember Get Smart? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what the Chaos Shield looked like? Not off the top of my head, no. It was like a metal shield, mm-hmm. and it had uh, mm-hmm. like a with an Earth and a buzzard that had oh, yeah, in yeah, its yeah. talons like missiles and uh-huh. It, uh-huh. Was, it was a lightning bolt and a missile. Yeah, and it said Chaos. Uh huh. Yeah, with it, a K. That that's I was going to get that at one point. That would have been a good that one. That would have been. A, and see, I think you would. That's one. Even if you had gotten it when you were whatever twenty some odd years old, you would still love that tattoo now. Yeah, probably. I think that is that to me says more about you than anything else. Certainly than a Celtic knot. Oh man, come on! I, I didn't even re- know how Irish you were. Yeah. Until you explained it to me earlier, and, and then I kids, explained it to you. He's th- not that kind of Irish, but he's Irish. I tell you, but you know, as is always, and it always boggles my mind with these things. Yeah. That story just slides right into our topic. Oh wait a minute, it does. And that topic, Noel, is it's body modification. That's right. Of which tattooing is merely one, one of many different types of body. Pretty modification. much almost the gentlest. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> man, I, I got. I'm just going to say this off the top. Yeah, and I'm going to get it out of the way. And I don't want people. This is not a judgment. Yes. Okay. This is an actual visceral their own. response. Yeah. You do what you do. I really don't care. God bless you. Good for you. If you're attracted to it, God bless you. Good for you. But going through this stuff uh-huh. and doing research, some of the stuff that's going on now with oh. these body mods yeah. that, you know, it's getting so uh, uh, more and more extreme, I, I, it repulses me. Like I had. There were times where I was looking at stuff and I had to just close the computer down. I couldn't look at it anymore. The 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 face windows yeah. are horrifying. For those of you that don't know, there's one guy that I think has gone a little viral because he's got gauges. He's got holes taken out of his cheeks and he's got gauges in there. And now they're like portholes in his cheeks that you can see his teeth through. Yeah. And he'll periodically stick his, uh, many of the photos have him sticking his split tongue through those holes mm-hmm. to show that it's it's officially there. That one I can't deal with. There's a new one. Uh, what's that guy eating soup? 
<laughs> I haven't seen that one. No, yeah, of course that doesn't exist. Um, and they're doing it now, but the, the more common version of that is lip windows, where they're actually gauging in the front lip, in the uh, like sort of in the chin, and you know you can see photos of of people where their mouths are closed, but you can see their teeth, their bottom teeth. Oh yep. God, it's terrifying to me. Lip sewing and eye sewing mm-hmm. are becoming things, and that's just insane to me. Uh, but now ocular implants yep. are becoming a thing Yep, where they implant little titanium cutouts underneath the cornea. And so on the side of your eye, permanently in there, in your eyeball, you're having some person in the back room of a shop. Yeah. Right? This was like what the fight for abortion was against. It was allowed doctors to do this kind of stuff for you. You don't go to the back room of some shop. I don't care how sterile someone says it is. They're using the same shit that people use to sterilize stuff that they do your nails and toes with. Mm -hmm. And people get infections from that all the time. And these people are jamming stuff under your skin, in your eyeballs. Madness. Yeah, you got to be careful. Madness. Madness, I tell you. Yeah, and you know what else? Mad what? money is Mad what we're going to teach yeah, you. That's right. I will say though, that all being said, there was a point in my life that I wanted a septum piercing. Oh, like I wanted the big like bull ring hanging really? out of my nose. Yeah. That, that okay. I was younger. I was uh, I was I was a little more badass looking, maybe. Uh huh. And I just thought it would look super rad. Okay. But uh, I'm glad I didn't do it. Um, so yeah, that's all I got for you. Okay. Well, uh, so body modification, let's get right in there. Let's make some monies. Uh, like Josh, I started looking around and I realized like, I'm not going to come up with any body part to pierce. No, that isn't already being done. If it's possible to be done mm-hmm. or anything like that. So I started just Googling around and seeing what I could see that was more on the edge uh, and I saw there was a guy who was conducting experiments on himself. Uh, th- this is this is all about a rabbit hole that I went down. <laughs> That's crazy. Right? So so he was conducting spir- uh, experiments on himself to try uh, to change his fingerprints because he wanted off the grid, right? Mm-hmm. He wanted no more government surveillance, and he wanted to change his fingerprints. So his first experiment was uh, he would soak his fingers in water so that they would get soft, Mm -hmm. and then he would take a razor blade and just scrape. No, he wouldn't cut. Uh He would just scrape uh, the the fingerprints. Right. And he did this for about a month, and his hands were just all sliced up, and he still had his fingerprints, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he did another experiment where, for about a month, he would take some sort of acid from pineapple skin, uh-huh. And yeah, he yeah. would put it on his fingers and leave it on there for like 20 minutes a day. And he did that for about a month. And once again, his fingers got raw and red. It still had fingerprints. Uh, he was going to do another experiment, which he had not yet gotten to, but he had designed, where he was going to cut his fingers in circles around the fingerprints, uh, not all the way through, but just through the outer layer of skin. Uh-huh. And then he was going to inject acid under that skin to burn away his fingerprints. Oh, my God. Uh, And then he went off about, like, this rare skin disease that he was 
looking in to try to figure out how to give himself and uh and and this disease like makes your skin completely flake off every 10 days and it's a horrible thing and he wanted to give it to himself so that uh <laughs> his fingerprints would be hard to get uh and and all i could think of by the end of that was uh when we had our media show mm-hmm. and our esteemed Yes, Tom Tenney was on and uh, told us about his pube finger uh-huh. and where he got a skin graft from his crotch when he was a little kid. And when he hit puberty, his finger started growing pubes. Uh, so I just thought skin graft, right? Just graft on these new fingerprints. Mm-hmm. So I started looking up that. And I looked into it and saw skin grafts are actually pretty hard to do. They, uh, even if it's your own skin, very often get rejected. Hmm. Uh, it, it, your body treats it as if it's a disease. The exception is baby skin does not get rejected because there's something about baby skin. And they said the, the reason the doctors gave was if baby skin was rejected by your body, you'd never be able to carry a baby. Because it would just see this and reject it. What if you're a dude though and you don't carry a baby? Well, anyway? but but still we we right. share that. Uh huh. I wonder if it has something to do with the fact that it's still relatively new. Oh, it's, it's exactly it's, what it's, it has to do. It's with. still forming. It's not fully. Uh, Maybe. Uh. So, uh. Then this article went off into what a bonanza and how much buzz there is about using. Uh. Baby foreskin skin for skin grafts. <laughs> and if you take baby foreskin skin uh-huh. and into a lab and grow, so then you can use that to grow more skin, right? right? Okay. Uh, so you can take a postage stamp size of baby foreskin skin and you can create, guess how much skin? I don't know. Four acres of skin. Four acres. Four acres That's of like, skin. That makes me think of that old joke. Do you know that old joke? Hey, I just bought a wallet made out of elephant foreskin. <laughs> you did. Yeah, you rub it and it turns into a suitcase. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what they do. And it turns into four acres of skin. That's crazy. And this article then went on to say that an 8 by 10 inch square of the skin, uh huh, or rectangle I guess I would be, uh, sells for around two thousand dollars. Eight by ten inch. Yes, an eight by ten glossy. Yeah, of baby f- of not even the straight baby foreskin. It's the grown baby foreskin. Yeah, it sells for that's not so bad. That's not. Uh, and you get four acres of it. So, uh, I you know if any of you guys know any shuls. Moils. Moils. Okay, that's what I meant. What's a, what's a shul? <laughs> a shul is where you go to pray. Uh, okay, not that. If you know a moil, uh-huh. or if you've got any other line on baby foreskins. Uh-huh. I, that, of course, was the first place I went. The minute you said baby foreskins, I was like, no wonder they snip us. Yeah. So we Jews will do anything for a dime. That's right. And there's huge money in this. And you not only are making a lot of money here. You're helping a lot of people, <laughs> whether they want to get off the grid or whether they need to help with burns or uh-huh. something. But you're also creating your own massive future market for more business because there is a growing movement out there 
among many men to restore their foreskins. Yeah. And uh, I don't get it. No. But I don't have to get it. I just have to make money off it. Uh, so they... If you look it up, it's a very do-it-yourself industry right now. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and foreskin foreskin replacement is a do-it-yourself industry. Yeah, yes, it is. People are are going are are replacing their own foreskins. Oh no, you got okay. <laughs> this is what they do. Oh God. Okay, so first you have to. Because this skin is skin that's been exposed to the world, and it's supposed to be skin that was always protected. Right. You're you have talking to, about your your head, the head of your penis, uh, is uh, what you're talking below, about. Below. Okay. So where the foreskin would be. Okay. Uh, right. So that skin, they then uh, have to condition heavily until it becomes super soft, like like skin skin that's unsullied by the world. But it's scarred. Well, listen. Okay, but uh, I'm just saying. Uh, okay. I mean, okay, go people ahead. are doing yeah, this. I get you. I hear you. So then they then after that they have a regimen of pulling on that skin, and and they're not just trying to stretch it; they're trying to teach the skin to grow out. Right. And then once they get it growing out a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> they put it. They put it in these in these like stretching machines that they yeah. make themselves uh, and <laughs> and they're like made out of like pipe fitting uh-huh. and and basically what it is is almost like like a little like needle point frame that they're putting it in or uh yeah or like one of those things that you'd put around a tennis racket oh my god kind of to do that right oh my god so but hey big money for us yeah. <laughs> uh, so you got to condition that skin. Uh-huh. Great. We make, we sell lotion to these people. Yeah. Uh, you uh, you need to get a little stretcher. We Can... we make little need to point frames. Uh huh. Uh huh. We sell them. To them. <laughs> but but so this is the thing though. If we're making yeah, what we're doing is we're is, double dipping. Well, we're not. Uh, this is the thing. We though. take it when they're babies. And we sell it we back sell it when back they're to them, right? But we don't the the whole stretching thing and the lotion thing. Uh-huh. We're selling them the skin. They don't need to do that anymore. We're we're taking that away from them by giving them the fresh, brand new baby foreskin. No, we're selling that to other people. Oh, we're, we're taking sell- their foreskins as babies. Okay, and then when they get older, and, and if they, they get a complex it about it, we're selling them the tools to restore their own. Maybe what we can do is because yeah. there's also a movement nowadays of parents not uh, uh, circumcising their their boys. Yeah, there's a way bigger movement than that now than there's ever been. Yeah. in this country, I mean, for a while it was considered a medical necessity. Like yeah. our generation, even if you it wasn't for religious reasons, it was considered a medical necessity yeah. to keep it clean. Now you have more and more parents. Yeah, in in Orange County, the same kind of people that aren't. Getting their kids uh, vaccinated? Yes, those same people. Yes, who are saying, "Why am I going to mutilate my child?" Well, I, so maybe this is the impetus to do that. And what you can offer them is, "We'll take your foreskin now. Yeah, you'll just give it to us. We will make acres and acres of new foreskin, and then we'll give you your foreskin back. Yeah. later on. Well, you know, I, I got to say. That was a lo- along the lines of my original idea for this was I was going to say we make a foreskin bank. So, well, seriously, because if if, no, seriously. if you could take your foreskin as a baby and, uh-huh. you know, whatever, cryogenically freeze it 
Uh, and then that is enough skin to cover your whole body like 20 times over later in life if you need it. Sure, and stem yeah. cells and whatever else. Yep, yep that's a great That'd idea be great. too. Uh, but yeah. I figured, no, get rid of it, sell it, don't store it, don't lose your whole potato because there's a power outage one day. That's right. You know it's I mean? all gone. Get it, sell it, then later in life, give them the tools, give them the little stretchers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, the little stretchers. Yeah. And you know what else I saw uh, separately from this? I was just looking up something about like strange body modifications uh-huh. that people are doing. And I guess it's just in California. I'd never heard of this, but apparently it's a thing. The, there's a process people can get uh, called testicle ironing. To and get the wrinkles out of their testicles? Get the wrinkles out of your testicles. Why would you want to <laughs> do know. that? I don't know, because you always figured it, it. Why doesn't it look like a beach ball? I, I don't know. I can't even. I got to be honest with you. I, the, that image, like, I can't even perceive. Like, if I got that done uh-huh. after 46 years of having wrinkly balls yeah. and went and looked in the mirror and I saw that, I would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I would not know what, how to, what to make of that. That's, that's insane. Yeah. So, how do they do that? I don't know. I didn't read about it. I enough. wonder if they just I, shoot I had your, made a note like, up with Botox like, or something. Oh, like that. this looks like something worth looking into, but I can't do it at work. <laughs> 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 and then I figured everything else out and never went back to it. So. I, I'm I'm willing to bet that that has to do with Botox. It oh oh. <laughs> so you're getting yeah. all these injections right in your scrotum, yeah, to just smooth out your 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 sack. I can't imagine how much further it drops down. It's probably good for swimmers. Why? Why would that? <laughs> so there's, no, there's less drag. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just flows over like a perfect bald head. Yeah. Wow, that is insane, dude. So that's it. Uh, that's... that's my first scheme. Well, thank you, Josh. I give you a little. You, you dropped. You dropped several things in that are personal favorites. Oh, yeah. of mine. Double, Double dipping. dipping. Science. Yeah. Uh, Judaism. Judaism. Um, and and penises. <laughs> Babies. <Especially> foreskins. <laughs> I'm really... not. Yeah. I'm not uh, advocating going out and like. Grabbing a baby and cutting its yeah. foreskin off. Don't no. go hunt your own. No, no, no. You make no. a deal with you can't. I can imagine you can make a deal with a moil. Yeah. I mean, they just throw that stuff away. Yeah. Right. So instead, they do the clip. They drop it in in like just you know like an organ donor thing. It's in an igloo container. Yeah. With loaded with dry ice. You just do that, and then you say thank you and take it away. I mean, four acres four of skin. Acres. That is so much skin. That's a lot of skin from one. And I imagine they're getting they're, it's all being done with stem cells. That's what I would imagine. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're doing something to grow more. So. Right. Um, well, that sort of slides right into mine <laughs> because I, you know, and and we discussed this earlier, and and it, it's interesting to me when we start talking about sort of subcultures, uh-huh. and and certainly the body mod community is a subculture. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And uh, they. Uh, uh, we tend to get a little lost in it because, you know, we don't really understand the culture all that well. We're playing around in it, checking it out, and these ideas we come up with are sort of like, oh, they're doing it already. Mm-hmm. Like in a lot of these subcultures, any kind of thing that you may think is crazy yep. is is very much entrenched in that subculture. So I went through and I said, well, <clears throat> what about sort of more on a cellular level, right? Sort of, and on a on maybe even a genetic level. Mm-hmm. 
doing genetic modification, so things actually grow out of you, right? And that seemed like <clears throat> a great idea. Yeah. Right? So if you wanted a tail, right, not getting some tail just stapled on you or having some guy create a big metal tail that he then screws into you, but an actual working tail that you could wiggle and waggle mm -hmm. and swat flies with and hang from a monkey bar or uh, whatever you want to do with it. I would like it. I, I was against it until you said hang from a monkey yeah, bar. There you now go. I'm with you, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it would have to be done genetically, right? It would have to start. You couldn't just attach it, no. right? Yeah. So I looked into genetic modification, <clears throat> and surprise, surprise, within two years, uh, there will be... Genetic mod the first genetically modified humans will be happening. And this is a very small thing they're doing right now in the grand scheme of genetic modification. But I don't know if you remember this. There was this, uh, uh, about two years ago, some scientists from somewhere in the world uh, had figured out a way to use an enzyme to actually cut human uh, DNA. So they, it's called CRISPR. And they send in the Cas9 enzyme, mm -hmm. and it goes in, and it will cut away sections of DNA that are defective, essentially. Sure. Right? But in theory, you can then use the same system to cut sections of DNA and add things in mm -hmm. that maybe aren't there anymore. So I thought, wow, this is crazy. This is amazing. This has to work. But then I was like, but wait a second. If that were the case, why aren't they growing stuff on humans all the time, right? And well, I realized yeah. that the problem with this is is <clears throat> all of the th things, all of our structure is formed in utero, Yeah, right? That is all done. All of the DNA that does that is basically out of our systems for the most part by the time we're born. <clears throat> so we don't have that DNA to sort of trigger in our bodies to suddenly grow a tail. Oh, okay. That's right. not that that can't happen. But so I said, well, okay. On the lines of taking a foreskin and growing four acres of flesh mm -hmm. from it, I said, I remember having read somewhere ages ago about how scientists had grown an ear and attached it to a mouse. Yep. <clears throat> and that the ear was a viable ear. So I went and looked uh, on uh, uh, looked that up, and apparently, <clears throat> scientists at Wake Forest University yeah. have created a three D printer that prints human tissue. Okay, and uh, what they've done is the three D printer uh, creates a uh, <clears throat> a framework that is made out of a biodegradable material, and then they layer on using, uh, what do they call it? The ink is uh, a water-based gel that contains living cells, mm -hmm. okay? So they create, for instance, the shape of an ear out of this biodegradable material, right? A 3D shape of the ear, and then they coat this ear in this, in this uh, water-based, this gel that has the living cells, right? Yeah. <clears throat> One of the big problems they had with creating something of any kind of size was, in the past with this, was that they couldn't uh, uh, create it where it was able to uh, 
Maintain its structure? Maintain its structure. Right. It, it couldn't uh, uh, have blood vessels and things flowing through it because it was sort of a solid mass. Okay, yeah. And so what they figured out is that they could uh, layer it. And so they layered it, and then they created uh, another ink that carries nutrients to the printed tissue. Okay. So it sits in that, right? Yeah. And then once it becomes, it solidifies up, they then can attach it to a living creature. And they've done tests now where they've printed human-sized ears and attached them under the skin of mice and that they've observed that blood supply and formation of cartilage tissue, right? So as the, the, the degradation of, of the material that's the frame goes away, cart, actual cartilage is coming in to replace it. Blood is flowing through with it within two months. Okay. They, they've, they've got this. I, I've seen the pictures of that mouse of the year on Right. Them. They've also planted muscle tissue in rats and, very importantly, observed nerve formation. Okay. So you can feel it. So you can feel it, and it can move. It can actually function uh-huh. as muscle, right? Um, and they've bioprinted fragments of skulls, implanted it in rats, and formed bone tissue with its own blood supply. Wow. Okay, so this is incredible stuff. Yeah. So now, not only, so you can, if you wanted, using these two uh, 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 brand new sciences, brand new techniques, you can print a tail. Yeah. Have it attached to you, go in with the CRISPR, take away the genetic uh, predisposition saying that you should reject this tail. Yeah. Right? That it's that take that away, it will accept it. And eventually over a relatively short period of time, say a year, you can have a working tail. Yeah. If you wanted to have horns on your head, uh-huh. you could have bone fragments made, implanted on your skull. Right? Yeah. Um get out, take out the, the genetic imperative that says don't put these things in there. You can then also, if you want your kids to have tails, okay, right? You've taken out this genetic uh, 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 block yeah. in your DNA uh-huh. saying that, well, human babies don't have tails. There is a distinct possibility that when you get someone pregnant, your child will have a tail. <laughs> because one of the big concerns with this genetic modification uh-huh. is that this will, whatever the modifier is, will be passed down. Uh. To your next generation, right? Because it's just a blend of DNA. So if you have your wife, your girlfriend, your baby mama to be, get that removed from her DNA, chances are going to skyrocket that you're going to have a little monkey baby. And you're going to make millions. Yeah. Now, this is so... (laughs) You're going to make millions. So I'm telling you, there Uh are so many ways to make money with this. If you really want to make millions, have a little baby with like a four-acre foreskin and think how big (laughs) you you can... Cover the world with the skin with, you could grow off that thing. With the skin you can graft. That's right. It's just you wouldn't even need to. You could just take sections of the baby's foreskin out periodically. Oh. He wouldn't even lose his foreskin. You can make money on this. So you can make money on this becoming an actual devil. Like you see these people with these body mods. I saw uh-huh. one guy with the body mod that he wanted to be. Uh, uh, <clears throat> who is one of the villains from from the Captain America comic books? The Red Nazi guy. Okay. And he's sort of like this skull with red skin yeah. stretched over it. This guy got a body modification where he had his nose sliced down yeah. so it looked like a skull nose. He had red tattoos and he had implantations done all over his forehead and face. Yeah. And he also had his eyeballs tattooed Ugh. black. Wow. 
So he it, it just fucking craziness. So but so with this, right? Okay. You can change the way you look entirely. Yeah. So if you want to be <clears throat> a freak show performer, right? Yeah. Of any kind, you can be the actual actual devil. Yeah. You walk in, they say how much. <laughs> right, exactly. You're hired. A, without a doubt. Yeah. You can birth children of complete genetic mutations of your desire and sure. put them in freak shows as well yep. and make a fortune that way. You can uh, invest in this, and I say invest now, people. This is one of those things because <laughs> the sky is the limit yep. with this stuff, yeah. with how much money you're going to make. Um, and you can you can set up, look, anything you want. If someone wants sort of to have four boobs... They can have four boobs. If they Boom. want two penises, they can have two penises. Yep. I mean, it's just endless what you can do to people. Could you feed the world by giving everyone, like, on their elbow or something, uh, turn their elbow into potato, and their elbow just grows potato, and you could just slice off a piece of potato because you got no feeling there, and eat, grow your own food? I, I wonder. I mean, you'd have to see if there is... If there, you'd have to go through the DNA and see if there's a marker that does not allow plants to grow out of your body. But you know, why not? Yeah. You know, I was always told as a child that if I didn't clean out my ears, potatoes were going to grow in there. And soon they will. That's right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I thought that one was fantastic. That's great. And uh, that was it. That's that's it, man. That's my biggie. That's I like it. Uh. So and and body modifications is our biggie, mm-hmm. but uh, we also try to sneak a little in there for you. So uh, you know, you listen to the show, you get disgustingly rich. But uh, if you're just waiting for your elbow to turn into a potato, <laughs> if uh, you are sitting there waiting for your foreskin to regrow or whatever it is that you're doing right now, you can. Listen to this little tidbit and um, make a bunch of money. Bunch. Come back later, listen to the rest, make even more. So, Mr. Josh, please, please, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm Aurelie Harp, and I co-host the show, The Humanity Show, uh, that is airing on Radio Free Brooklyn every Thursday at 11. All right. Okay. So what would you consider to be a, like just a massive sum of money? Um, it's funny because I thought one million would be massive, but I would go for a hundred million. hundred million. Good number. Okay. So what do you think would be like a fun way to make a hundred million dollars? Um, well, either uh, I would set up a business like uh, I need to t- <laughs> set up a business about like a brilliant idea on uh, something on the internet and something to sell very easily. I have no idea yet. Okay, that, that's a good enough plan. Uh, she had no idea yet. That sounds like some of our plans. Yeah. <laughs> nice and vague. Something in business, something on internet. I don't really know, but $100 million. What I liked about hers, and that was Orly from the Humanity Project on, uh, uh, on Radio, Radio Free, Free Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Um, what I liked about hers was that <clears throat> all of the people that we talked about, what a large sum of money is, yeah. they really didn't. Uh, yeah, no one went for billions. They No one went for billions, but she at least got up in like nine figures. I, you know what I mean? Or 
everyone else was like a million dollars. Yeah. And it's like, really? Yeah. That's, you know, you're an old hippie <laughs> is what you are. If you're like, you know, a million dollars. When I was 12, a million dollars was a ton. A million dollars now, you still have to work. Yeah. You still have to work. But anyway, so that's our tip of the week. Uh, do something in the internet, a business of some sort, and make $100 million. <laughs> we, we've had other tips uh, from YouTube and stuff that are similar to that. Exactly. I don't, I don't, I, I don't judge. I just, you know, it, it, she at least was straightforward with it. Yeah. She didn't try to couch it in, in some lame philosophy like some of the guys from YouTube have. You know, I have to say from that recording, my voice sounded so baritone and boomy. Uh-huh. Oh, like like leather. It did. It was yeah. and very Canadian. Well, hey. it it had your little clipped Canadian little, eh? Well, throwing your you little Yeah, let them know sometimes. You Mo flow. Yeah, French girl, Canadian boy. Yep. It's an international money-making scheme. Yep. You know, uh before we get back to how you can get Filthy, filthy rich with body mods. Mm. Uh, we're going to put a possible new segment in here called Josh and Noel Sellout. Selling out. Yeah, that's right. Because, uh, you know, we're not just here to help you guys sell out. We're here to help us sell out. And you can look at every bit we sell out as a as a sign of how correct we are in our advice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good way. So this week... And uh, probably every week <laughs> and for, for a while for a until we get a better way to sell out. The way we're selling out is there's two ways we're selling out. We're selling out for Radio Free Brooklyn yep. by going to their Patreon page yep. and uh, donating as little or as much as you like, setting up for a one-time payment or a monthly payment, uh, again, for as much or as little as you like. Or we're selling out for us and Radio Free Brooklyn. If you go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com and go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel show page, uh, there's a button there, and you can donate a reoccurring amount for the rest of the season. 50% goes to us. 50% goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Point is, we get money. We're selling out. Our integrity is nothing. What integrity? <laughs> yeah. The whole point of the show is that we have no integrity. You know, I've already decided this. If we can get a good sponsor, I don't uh -huh. care if what you sell is toxic sludge. <laughs> I will do a show that's just called happiness our topic will be happiness and it's all about how toxic sludge whatever it is guns whatever it is you uh -huh. sell will make everyone happy <laughs> i you know i'm down with that it's gonna cost you though i'm just telling you it's gonna cost you but we will shill for you we will be your lobbyist yeah um yeah so there you go that is josh and noel selling out <laughs> out 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 yeah and right now it's small but you just watch this spot grow that's right soon yeah. it's going to be the whole show that's right <laughs> anyway anyway no all back to getting rich from body modification that's right uh so i was looking around and i was trying to think like uh what about like bionic stuff right body mods let's get bionic and sure enough just like you're saying a lot of what i was looking out there already exists right uh they have people have had their eyesight restored using cameras that are connected to an implant in your visual cortex, mm -hmm. and they can see. Uh, and there's other people, and they have had middle ear implants to pick up sounds and vibrate on their bones, mm -hmm. so deaf people can hear. You know, what What are we going to do? But really, it's super expensive. Who can really get that? It's crazy right. expensive. Even with Obamacare, uh, you know, that... 
is beyond the grasp of most people. So I thought, I know how to make money off this. I'm going to start a sponsored clinic for the hearing and vision impaired. Uh huh. And uh, if you want, you can come in. You can pay crazy amounts of money. And well, actually, I'm probably more of a booker for the uh-huh. for the doctors. Right. I think I know where you're going. So here, but you, okay. So you you can come in. You can pay. I don't can't even think what it's a million dollars right. for a new eyeball that lets okay. you see. You All know? right. Uh, or. We can subsidize that cost with ads that run. <laughs> so if you have an eyeball, uh, every X amount of time, an ad comes on for a product. If you have a inner ear implant, also called a cochlear implant, mm-hmm. uh, every once in a while an ad will run on your ear. It, the more ads you allow, the cheaper it gets. We take a percentage. Mm-hmm. You get your vision back. You yep. get your ears back. Yep. You know, And you get to... Not only see the roses, but every once in a while there'll be a little like bud ad that goes on there or something like that. <laughs> I, I think I, that to me is the greatest idea ever. Yeah. You know, it works for Pandora. It works for all the radio stations. That's right. Why not? It's just input, right? <clears throat> I mean, you know, it's going to suck if you're watching TV and in the middle of the show an ad pops up that's not during commercial time anyway. Oh, could you imagine you're asleep? And you just have, that's like subliminal advertising. You're asleep and you've got your cochlear implant in and you just hear, you know, buy Cottonelle, buy Cottonelle. Yeah. And I mean, come on, the amount of people that are going to say yes to that just to get it back without really thinking about it. Yeah. The amount of money you're going to make off the advertising. Yeah. You're just a middleman in this. You're just a middleman. But God, that is fucking brilliant yeah you know uh i can't remember which one it is but there's one of the philip k dick books uh-huh uh there are these genetically created or maybe they've been robotic bugs and they just fly around and then when they fly they try to fly around your ears mm-hmm. and that's what they do they they say ads oh yeah huh I don't Which like isn't where my idea came from, but after I did it, I was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like that Philip K. Dick thing. Yeah, I don't like the Philip K. Dick one. I like yours much better. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do. And you benefit from it. It's not just, like, right. imposed on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are getting, you, you get to see your baby. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> you can, you know, look, you can do it on a, on a, on a, on a deal where it's like, you can start off, and if it starts making you crazy, you can start paying off. Sure. More and more to get ads taken away to fewer and fewer ads to zero after yeah. you pay a certain amount of money. We get a piece of that, though, too, then. Yeah, of course we do. Yeah. Of course we do. Because we are bookers. Well, we are not the people out there who are taking the this The people idea. out there. That's right. We do nothing. We sit on our butts. We right. generate ideas. Right. You take our ideas. You action them. Make millions. Give us 10%. Tithe us. So I had a couple other ideas that didn't fly, but I just want to throw one. Well, the first one I'm going to throw out. Okay. It was... It was if you're so into body mods, yep. right? Why not body mod your pet too, right? Sure. To maybe look more like you or something like that. That's a common refrain. Oh, you after a while you and your dog start to look alike. Uh, whatever. Um but why not actually do that, uh-huh. right? So if you have metal spikes in st- stamped in your skull and a big lip window, yeah. why not have your dog do it? And I thought, well, that's a terrible idea cuz that's abusive. And I just did a search for it and fucking people are doing it. They're doing that. They're 
doing their animals piercings, you're also getting them tattooed. Really? Yeah. Tattooing animals is apparently thing, particularly hairless cats. Wow. They're they're anesthetizing the cat. They're putting the thing on it, and then they are tattooing the cat, sometimes with full-body tattoos. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I it's can see if you wanted to maybe get his testicles ironed, but... <laughs> <laughs> Even if he's been fixed, just have a little flap, a little perfectly yeah, smooth flap hanging down there. Well, that's another thing. Oh, that's a body modification. That is a body mod. <clears throat> you could get double nudicles for yourself. Yeah. You could make your balls bigger by adding nudicles to your already there testicles. You could get nudicle implants into your earlobe so your ears look like testicles. <laughs> I wonder if that would be some subtle turn-on to someone. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because there <laughs> Cause it is. everyone loves testicles. shows your virility right there on your ears. I, I, testicles, although in the erogenous zones, uh-huh. are probably the le- least sexy thing in the universe. Aren't man parts in general the least sexy thing in the universe? But, you know. Yeah, the butt, too. <laughs> what? The... Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. I understand. But I, I had a couple little things uh-huh. that uh, I didn't really pursue... All the way, I just came up with some nuggets and uh, left them at nuggets. Uh, people who don't want to go out and get a tattoo, mm-hmm. you can go out and get a fake tattoo, mm-hmm. right? People who don't want to get piercings can get clip-ons yep. or they have those magnetic ones. So what do people do that want these more dramatic body modifications but don't want to do it? Well, you can make prosthetics that maybe have like a giant gauged out floppy earlobe. Uh-huh. Uh you can have a prosthetic uh lip with a big disc in it. Mm-hmm. Uh that those are all I got for that. Right. You know, it's funny cuz they've in in one instance they've done the opposite of that where there was a prosthetic you could get for elf ears or and or spock ears. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was just, you know, it fit right over your ears and if you were with yeah. a little practice, you could blend it, and it would look like the sure. real deal. Reverend but w- why why do that with the prosthetic? Because now apparently people are just doing that to themselves as a body mod. Yeah, they're they're shaving their ears down. And again, I say this: they're not going to doctors for this stuff. They're getting sections of their body removed and not going to doctors. Not, I guess, pro- part of it is because no doctor would do it. Yeah, you know, they. I think part of their Hippocratic oath is they they would never no reputable doctor would say sure yeah i'll jam things under your skin Why you know not? you know when i uh <clears throat> when i was a student plans. at school uh my girlfriend at the time she got her nose pierced right just mm-hmm. up on the side a little mm-hmm. one and that was back uh there wasn't that was kind of a new thing right. back then yeah, yeah, you yeah. know uh so we went to this woman's home i went with her to get it done and it was like she was a very gothed out woman, but she really was really trying to do this very professionally. Right. Uh, everything was clean. Everything was sterile. Mm-hmm. She was explaining everything as she went and, and explaining how these things are clean and how that's important. And uh, this woman really was very professional and, you know, really was trying to do the best possible that she could. Right. Uh, and while we were there, this other woman walks in and this woman was like maybe 20 years old and, uh, had just gotten apparently like just Mm -hmm. a tattoo 
that came down from around her neck, around one of her breasts, down all the way, which I'm guessing went, you know, where that went. Uh-huh. Uh, and she was very young. She was very pretty, but that's mm-hmm. not, not always the way it's going to be. And she wanted to get her uh, nipples pierced. Right. And the woman was like, well, uh, I will only pierce one nipple unless you can bring me something saying that you can't have babies because it makes breastfeeding impossible or hard. Oh, interesting. So yeah, yeah. the woman's like, well, okay, I guess I'll just get the one boob that the tattoo wraps around pierced. Uh-huh. And all I could think this whole time is like, y- you don't understand this right now, but you are buying and paying for your midlife crisis. Because <laughs> you have, you're not always going to have this body that you have right, right now. And you have set this temple up that depends on that body being there. Yep, yep. And, oh. Uh, <clears throat> you were old before your time, my friend. Who I was? Yeah. Yeah. You were. That's why I had a flat top for 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> Officer Deneen. That's right. I was thinking about one of the implants when I was looking up uh, uh, various, like, more extreme body mods that are going on. Apparently, magnetic implants is a thing. Yeah. Getting uh, some sort of small magnet put under your hand. So, I don't know, so you could wave it over paper clips and then have a big paper clip chain dangling from your fingers. But I thought, well, <clears throat> you know, why not something a little bigger? Yeah. Why not have, like, some real powerful magnets implanted in your flesh so, like, anytime you walk by an armored car, mm-hmm. the bag full of, you know, $500 <laughs> worth of coins comes shooting and slamming into your back and attaching to you yeah. as you run by, right? They won't know what happened to to it. Um, you know, why not have enough magnets implanted, you are powerful enough magnet implanted into you that you could be like freaking Magneto, yeah. right? And Ben Steel. Uh, but that was as far as oh, I go. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was as far as I got with it. I mean, if you're going to put a magnet inside of you, I mean, yeah, sure. Your whole nervous system works on electrical and magnetic impulses, so you may short yourself out. That's a distinct possibility. But whatever, it would be so much fun. And you can make a lot of money illegally, I would imagine, or even legally. I mean, I would think if you had, you could make a, a lot of money as a street magician. Yeah. Just levitating different things. Sure. With and like really having people because people would be blown away, right? If you held your hand over and you could have something sort of come up and shoot it'd have to be electromagnet then, something you can turn on and off. Oh, good point. Yeah, you know, uh, they do have a pacemaker. Did you see the things with the uh, the near field communication chips people have put in their hands and then they can like unlock a door with it and things like that? I've not heard of this at all. Yeah. What are what is near field communication? Uh, the the things that are in, um, you know, if you were to steal like a sweater or something at a store, and you would go through, and that little chip will set off the buzzer. I know it as uh, the, what I'm thinking of is those uh, uh, the big things that you the big white tabs. Yeah, but that have inside the, that is oh, a little thing, oh, and inside okay. your credit card that you can tap. <clears throat> right. Same thing. Oh, right. Okay. So it's it's actually what it is. It's a tiny circuit. But it doesn't have power on its own. But when it gets close to a power source, it it can do something. Oh, so uh, so but you'd be setting off the 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 stealing things every time you walked out of a, in and out of a store, well, right? They're set to their own thing. Oh, they are. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've had those. You know, like it, it's in your credit card. 
and you can walk in and out of those doors without your credit card. That's true. Setting it I off. I guess so. You know, if you ha- I don't, but not all credit cards can tap. That's right. Only the ones that practice. Um, you know, Noel. Yeah, Josh. I'm wondering if it may be that time to to tell people that if they're feeling lonely, they're out there and they're wondering. What else they could do to improve their lives other than modifying their body? I'll tell you what you can do. You can get on Twitter. That's you right. reach out to Josh and I. You can tell us schemes to use or topics or you can say hello. Give That's, us rules. Mm. You can reach out to us on uh, uh, Well, I, you, on Twitter. I still haven't gotten through oh, that. I'm sorry. You haven't gotten through Twitter. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you can go reach ahead. us at uh, GRQ Josh Knoll. Yeah, you can do that. You can. Uh, Reach out to us and touch us in a way that only you, the listener, can. Yeah. Uh, with comments, suggestions at uh, our email address, which is GRQ with Josh and Noel. That's right. Or at gmail.com. Oh, that's right. That last part. <laughs> that was just payback. <laughs> or on you. you can do the way most people reach out to other people a lot of the times so on Facebook. <laughs> you know, Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. And you can uh, troll our pictures just like you do for all the girls we went to high school with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Um, and you can go on iTunes. You can subscribe. You yep. can rate. Yep. You can review. You can send mail, emails. You can send flyers to Radio Free Brooklyn. Tell them that you love us. Yeah, please do. Tell them how important we are to your life, how we made you millions of dollars, even though you have not yet given us our 10%. That's right. You know, those hippies at Radio Free Brooklyn, those commies at Radio Free Brooklyn, (laughs) need to know how important our show is to them and how much you guys appreciate it. So you can reach out to Radio Free Brooklyn directly. That's right. And listen to some of those other shows and compare them to ours. That's right. You can write the President of the United States (laughs) telling him that Radio Free Brooklyn and GRQ, Josh Knoll, needs... Medals of Valor. Oh, wow. That's right. Medals I'm of going Valor. There. Yeah, you went there. That's right. Um, but now we've made all this money, Noel. That's right. What are we going to do with it? Mm-hmm. We're going to get it pierced into our face? No, we're not. <laughs> we're going to go and spend it on something. That's and if right. you haven't, if you're just sitting on the couch looking at weird piercing videos, <laughs> get off that couch. Use this inspiration. So please, Josh, take it away. All right, who are we talking to here? Dr. Lisa. My show goes live Thursdays, 2 to 3 p.m. Um, it's uh, Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit, and what I do is I um, have psychological interviews with people where I psychoanalyze them. Okay, fantastic. So, Lisa, what is a, like a massive amount of money in your mind? A uh, massive amount of money, anything over a million dollars. And if you were to get over a million dollars... What's the first crazy thing you'd go and spend money on? Um, I'd probably buy a, tr- a ticket out of here. I'd want to go like right away, uh, away to like a lot of all the different foreign places that I c- would occur to me spontaneously at the time. Yeah, I mean, I love all of the hosts on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, but they got to dream bigger. They really do. <laughs> they're they're just like the, I mean, it is the little hippie station that could. Yeah. 
You know, they, they, a million dollars is just not a lot of money anymore. It's not. It's not. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. You know, if you live really frugally, you could probably not do any, not have to work for 20 years or so. Yeah. But, you know, <clears throat> think big, Lisa. Yeah. Think big. Get your testicles ironed. When you have us, <laughs> why, Lisa does not have testicles. Well, you never know. If you have us on the sh- on your show and you psychoanalyze us, we may turn the tables and sort of get to the root issues that you have. Yeah, why are you cutting yourself so short? That's right. I will say, though, that now with two of the hosts, travel has been a big part of what they're going to do with uh, their money. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, you know, we know our ideas are fantastic. You, how do you know? How do you know that it's worth quitting your job, selling your house, putting all that money on the line to make the trillions that we're offering you right now? Well, I'll tell you, Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich, and we judge our schemes by them. So, Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Today's rules are top business tips for 2016 from BBC News, where they have uh, interviewed business leaders and rock music legends that they've profiled and gotten a tip from all of them. So starting with Dumi Oberota, manager of rapper Tiny Tempa, he says, have a clear objective, understand the DNA of your business. Oh, wow. Does he say that? He does say oh, that. Oh, man, you got that one. <laughs> there you go. I don't even have to say <laughs> any more about that. Um, Gene Simmons, bassist and the business brain of rock band Kiss. Yep. Get rid of all your loser friends. That's what he says. <laughs> they drink too much, they get high, and like vampires, they will suck the lifeblood out of you. Well, I will say that uh, the body mod communication probably is very, has, in a Venn diagram, has some heavily overlapping with the vampire. vampire. Yep, for sure. <laughs> so I'm getting what he's saying is don't hang out with the vampires, which uh, you can do. Yeah, you can do. But, uh, you know, get rid of your loser friends. Keep the winners, though. Yeah. Like us. You can look at GRQ, Josh and Noel as your best friend. That's right. Um, Let's go on to Jacqueline Gold, chief executive of Ann Summers. Be digitally minded. I think that's all we're talking about is being a lot of what we've talked about. Anything having to do with genetic modification. Yeah. There's going to be tons. Especially if you're going to get like an, an eyeball that makes you see again that's right that's absolutely right an ear implant that lets you hear mm-hmm. that's yeah and uh shall we say uh let's end it right there so uh we once again we're a hundred percent on that one and we are as always going to get you rich if you just take our ideas and run with them uh so once again for josh and noel don't spend all that knowledge in one place Back on a get rich quick.